What? Good sneaker people. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to do it. I didn't think you were going to fuck. You're going to get sued. No. This nigga going to sue this good? shit. No, nigga, because you did the whole net. Burleasy, if you watching this, no. sue this nigga. <laughs> I testify against this black ass. Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Loose Laces Podcast. This is episode 61? Yep, 61. Damn, 61 of them things, man. We are still here. We have not been canceled yet. I can make that happen. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> I know you can make it happen. <laughs> if I'd have been in that space last right, right, night, right, right. fuck you! Okay. You don't even know this nigga! Any... How are you doing, my good friend? I am fantastically well, but there is one thing bothering me. What's up? Why the fuck are you dressed like a Q-Dog? You still got PTSD yes, from the I do. center. Son. <laughs> from the ghost of PMC about to punch down on you, nigga. Nigga, it would have been the Columbine part two and that bitch, he hit me. I had on a purple and gold hat and some light-skinned giant came up to me ready to swing on me. Because I he thought I was false flagging with his ugly-ass colors. Boy, howdy, Morgan would have been a ghost town. Okay. I am wearing pretty much... I just grabbed a random shirt. It's hard. It's just them colors. I mean, this was, this was the shirt that I wore. If you can recall, a few episodes back, I was in a, that tournament. It's like 21 by Bobito where it's like four or five niggas playing all at once. It's it's chaotic as all hell. That sounded like fun if I was athletic. Right. Shit, I I definitely have a pinched nerve because of that because of that tournament. But uh, yeah, I was in my work clothes, so I just put on something, and uh, yeah, I happen to look like a Q dog now. If y'all are part of Greek life, get this nigga. I will get don't, do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Fucking stupid. Fuck them cues. Because <laughs> I, I just keep on thinking about 18-year-old Davon just looking like, yo, what's wrong? No, like, at this dude just beaming down at This nigga head. and our friend. It's the three of us walking. Shout out Justin. This mother come. Yeah, shout out Justin. This motherfucker is just standing there charging up like Goku. And I see these niggas slowly distancing themselves away from me. You know, like, what is happening? Bro. Why are my friends leaving me? And this nigga was about to... Mm, just pound down on my shit. I'd have been crippled. Yeah, you would have been. You've been the first person taking a pound town. Pretty much, <laughs> nigga. I'd have been like a cartoon accordion. Just that Bro. nigga would have killed me. He looked like like dead ass serious. He looked like a mix between Pimp C and the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> and we were like, like I'm six two, and I had to look up. Like why? <laughs> why is that nigga so big? And he was about to just punch down on the top of your skull. And I'm thinking, like, I backed up. Justin was already on the other side of the What was the side. shit Justin could do? Uh, uh, the field house. I was looking like, I know I can't beat this dude. Like, it's it's a lot of fights I love to engage in. This is... Uh, now, this is one where you go call an adult. Now, this is... I'd look to see if I could pull you away. Like, <laughs> if when he swings down, can I just grab Davon's <laughs> arm so he misses? But, you know, there's some situations where you be mad at your friend. It's like, why would you need to defend me? Looking at that nigga, and in, in retrospect, I wasn't even mad because I'm just like... If he had to beat all of us... Because Justin's like 4'9". Bro. Justin nigga. weighed about 90 pounds wet. Yeah, niggas would have... Justin, no! Man, look. 
And then if I jumped in, he would have probably took me and beat you with me. Like, <laughs> nah, bro. That that nigga was different. Like when you talk about Q Dogs, that nigga was the Q Dog. Yeah, that nigga was that, the final boss of Q Dogs. Damn. That's the kind of nigga that we have open carry laws for. That's the nigga who like you pop a you pop a pimple and it becomes Steve Harvey. <laughs> what? Like that that nigga was big as shit. <laughs> bro. Loose laces come for the sneakers, stay for the fights. <laughs> I am well we just <laughs> we just had a nice discussion prior to this pod starting, so I actually feel a little bit better. I mean, I was a little tired coming over here, but now I got all the energy. I thought I was like, let me go get a Red Bull. But nah, we good. I'm rocking with my nigga, man. You're a freaky nigga, but I respect that. I said a Red Bull, not a honey pack. I understand that, but Red Bull, nigga, Red Bulls give me heart palpitations, so. Well, I had heart palpitations from We're not getting into that. All right. (laughs) So, my name is Davon. I'm the meaner one. This is Rashad, the nicer (laughs) one. As he introduced himself on these secret spaces. Nigga went rogue. Hey guys, uh, this is Shaw, the nicer one. Trying to sabotage the show. <laughs> nah, this nigga popped in at the perfect spot. Cause had someone tagged me in. All right, all right, all right, all right. Be on the look. Look. Within the next two to three weeks, because I am bad at uh, delivering on promises. Within the next two to three weeks, we are gonna really start to do a Patreon. And we we just discussed it. We're gonna try to put together a nice two part episode. So be on the lookout. Are we gonna for... announce what the topic is right now? Or you wanna hold it? No. Okay. Yeah, we gonna hold it. I'm pretty sure you guys can kind of already guess what it's gonna be because the Patreon we're gonna try to put more evergreen topics on there. Um, just that way it stands the test of time. Like you don't want to jump into something and it's already dated. Right. Uh, there are gonna be some things like. The context might have, you know, been something recent. However, we want something to just stand the test of time, and I think it would be better, if, especially for controversial stuff like this. Yeah, if you want, if you want to see me be a full unbridled, like unbridled asshole, mm-hmm. hell yeah. And Davon and I, we're gonna get into it because we don't agree on a lot of shit. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. So yeah, this this should be fun. But just stay tuned. Uh, we should be getting to it very soon. Now, first and foremost, thank you to everybody that copped a shirt. Davon, you know, this this guy, he's been... Well, first and foremost, shout out to McLaurin Matt. Yeah. Big shout out to McLaurin Matt for McLaurin telling Matt. me. He was like, get your black ass in gear. And I was like, yes, sir. Because Man, that's horrible. Never would, I, <laughs> never would I think people would want to in, like buy merch with... My mother, yeah, like what? And within a like about a year span, people actually rock with it. Like it's it's always amazing to see the support that you guys give us. Um, and also shout out to Davon because he put it together. Like this merch, his design is all his idea for this one. I would like it to be the next series when I get everything calmed down. That's when I get into my design bag and then we switch oh, off even it. and odd. Yeah, yeah, I mean. I just want to say thank you for everyone for listening to us. All the kind words that y'all say, like, I know I give very generic, like, thank yous, but as big and braggadocious as I am, I am really fucking humbled that anyone cares enough about us to listen, let alone to tell me, like, the nice things. Like, never feel like you're annoying me, even though I act like I'm always annoyed. 
I love when y'all tell me that you've almost died in the gym listening to us. Like, I've heard that a lot. Or just in general, I love that y'all listen to us. And it's not just like, oh, I know this guy, so I play his shit in the background. I appreciate everyone that reaches out to us, that talks to us, that asks opinions, anything. I love all of that. And I can't tell y'all how much I appreciate it because I can no longer make the joke. Y'all don't pay for this shit, so don't say nothing. And Y'all put your money where your mouth was. And shout out just the support, even from people that you wouldn't even expect to show support. Yeah, from. I didn't expect anybody. Not, yeah, yeah, we're not going to put nobody's name out there, but you know who you are. We Thank appreciate you. you. Yeah, I left, like, I left everybody who ordered a video message. And even though it was like, hey, nigga, it is what it is. Uh, that and also uh, shout out to Sock Jig. And also Geeks to Soul, the Geeks to Soul show, they're gonna put out stuff. I would hope so. Them and then Sock Jig also having the game is the game socks like just people being inspirational in just moving and promoting and branding. Loki on the back end, he's a part of the reason that it's three shirts. Tim and McLaren Matt were instrumental in me making that and giving me game. Because like mm. I've always sold stuff, but I've never sold merch. Right. So he was the one who told me. Nobody wants to buy two fucking shirts. Make it one shirt. And that's why it made sense to make the Dynamic Duo T, which was the one that sold. So, thank you. Thank you to everybody. You know, we're not always sincere on this, like, on this fucking show, but I can't tell y'all how much I appreciate this. I don't even care. Like, we made a little bit of money, but the, the object was not to make money. It right. was just to get something out here. A proof of concept. I hope everybody's happy with their shirts and everything comes out well. So, thank you again. Also, personal shout out. Thank you to my man, a Polaroid. He bought one of the jackets that I made for Insurgents. Yes, of. a Polaroid pulled off a hell of a fit today. Nigga, I got a little teary-eyed. Because, honestly, it's so few of those jackets. Like, sell-through hasn't been great. But at the same time, I got them shits in July. So, to have someone buy it early... That felt incredible. Didn't I actually see my design on somebody and niggas putting fits together with it? Mm-hmm. That's the main reason I want to see this jacket out here. Like, fits. Like, I actually... Oh, we're about to get into what we got this week. I actually bought me and Lene the Olive Riots. What? Yeah, she wanted a pair. So, I got them from Fuck SNS. It. And I'm like, yeah, nigga. I got these olive pants. You got them for the low ski, too. Yeah, for 100 a, like, a hundred a piece. Shit, I wish... I can't it's find your size. Not coming my size. Like, they do, but... I, you might have to go to eBay. I don't care. Yeah. I, it, I'll get whatever I need to get when I get it. But, I, I mean, yeah. So, I'm happy. Thank you for putting that fit together. Thank you for everything. I've been thanking this nigga all day. Hey, man. Shout out to you for supporting my nigga, man. Because just seeing everything that he goes through. Just whenever he calls me with these ideas. And sometimes he'll just like... Like Davon as as braggadocious and loud. Yeah, like as he is, sometimes there are, you know, moments where he's doubting himself, where he isn't as um just as certain as he should be. And I'm like, yo, Davon, you could do this shit. If anybody could pull it off, you can do it. And sometimes we do have to like we go back and forth with just the encouragement. Like we always try to just pump each other with positivity. Pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> that's, that's heinous. <laughs> I'm going to put something positive in you. Yeah. <laughs> My T-cell was a shot. But that's beside the point. 
Let's get into these listener questions. No, let's get frames. Frames after. What'd you get this week? I ain't get a damn thing because I got some shit going on in life. So I'm chilling. All right. I've been putting money on my credit cards to pay off my debt. I got these fucking. fucking Yo, shout out to this nigga WN for giving me the link. These soft vitamins, I did not know they came out in extended sizing. So I was extremely excited to get these. I gotta go back and get those. Some spots still have like the women's 14s. No, that's a 12 and a 14. half. Well, I could do a 12 and a half. It'll be tight, but. These actually fit bigger than like the fuchsia joints. Maybe because it's all synthetic leather. I don't know. But these. Are they like. Well, you didn't really wear Hyperfuse, did you? No. Because I was going to say, like, some models, uh, depending on the material, is thinner on the inside. You know how that goes. Yeah, I think these might be a bit thinner because the Fuchsia Pink Piss is tight on the top of my foot. Right. And even though these are half a size bigger, I can they got slippage. So I could have size down. So you might be able to get away with it. Plus, prices are cheap. People are sleeping on these. That's crazy. Um, I got my St. Michael's tea. I got a pair of 18 karat gold plated gold plated titanium E. St. Laurent's. But the frames we're talking about today, Kazal 616 modeled brown. You know, I mean, if you know Kazal, you know the 616. Funny enough, I hate Spike Lee. Can't fucking stand Spike Lee. But Spike Lee in the Mars Black Man commercials not only made me care about Jordan shoes, they made me want Kazal. And that started my fixation. When I started collecting Kazals, I wanted the Black 616. I wanted the 616 so bad. It was the big motherfucker, big, big dog frame. So to get them, and it's five colors. I've managed to collect all five at certain points in my life. Right now I have four. I have four colors out of the five. I still need a crystal pair. This nigga frame Thanos. Pretty much, nigga. I need them all. But this frame is especially, especially special because they can't retro this. They've retroed the black. They've retroed the tortoise. They didn't retro the crystal for some reason. But the two model pairs, they can't do because these were like special editions. They used up all the special acetate for them because it's a gradient acetate. So, it's brown on top, and then it goes to a lighter model, meaning spotted, striped on the bottom. With the gold hardware. Like, let me get up. Let me get up. Because words can't describe how fucking beautiful this frame is. And then it's the large size. This 5620 is just, oh my god, it feels so fucking good on the face. If you got the money, you got the time, this is the gazelle frame that you want. This is the perfect everyday joint. I mean, it's big as shit, but it's so comfortable. When the eyes go, prescriptions all day, I just, I love the 616. I should have grabbed my gray model pair, but it is what it is. All right, let's get into these listener questions. All right. So first listener question from VNDS. What up, VNDS? What was y'all's most regrettable sneaker resale purchase? Uh, I'll let you start off with this. Stussy Air Force One Mid. Horrible shoe. 
horrible shoe. It's the sand pad that's like the canvas upper. Oh, okay. I got them shits because the Lowe's did so well. And it's just like, oh, people want these. They're going to want to customize them. I'm going to do all kinds of funky shit with them. Man. I'm actually banned from Stuzy because of those. I got them. And I'm like, okay. Prices are okay. I'll be able to break even. Them niggas didn't ship them shits for a month. So I called Amex like, yo, I just, I need my fucking money back. Them niggas shipped them shits as soon as they, Amex said, oh, you got to charge back. Ship the fuck out of them shoes. And I'm like, nigga, why can't you ship it a month ago? And yeah, they, they, they blocked me, but I can still order through my wife. One of the worst purchases I've ever made. But that's not, is that, that's not a resale. No, I copped them to flip. <clears throat> okay, so most regrettable sneaker resale purchase, like. Or is he asking what's flip? the worst that we got to. Okay. I'm not sure. I th- okay. I should have elaborated. I asked him to elaborate. So as okay. So as far as what I got to act to flip, uh, I think the last thing that I've gotten to flip, which I don't really, I'm not really much of a flipper. The last thing I flipped were like Travis Scott ones, but as far as like me actually paying resale for something and regretting the price. <clears throat> I'll probably have to say uh, French Sevens. I, I and this was years ago. Really? I thought that was I your favorite. French, yeah, they were my favorite shoes. I bought a pair for like three something from the Cool Shoe Shine, mm-hmm. like some years ago. And the only reason I regret it, it's not like it was a bad purchase, but later on they be they ended up being retro. Mm-hmm. Because I had like a, not an OG pair, but like the 2007 retro. That and plus my brother, at the time, he uh, he came to stay with me and he would always wear flip flops. But he had big feet, right? So we had to go somewhere and I'm like, Evan, like, you can't wear flip flops. Like, what are you doing? So he had like a blue polo packed, like a navy blue polo. So I'm like, look. I'll let you wear my French sevens, but please do not fuck these shoes up. Like, they're my favorite shoes. Why this nigga, like, was walking on the back heels and cracked the arrows in the back? Bruh. I I was about to... I wouldn't have a brother no more. Fan, I was about to punch him square in his face because of that. Like, he hurt my heart. Like, I can't... Like, I have this this thing, or I had this thing... uh, Back then, where whenever I would buy a shoe, the moment something stupid happens to it, like I just don't wear it anymore. Like I, I, no, I tra- like I had got some uh, the white and royal blue seventeens for a steal because the nigga typed Jordan instead of Jordan. Right. And I had them shits for under two hundred, and this nigga was not trying to sell them to me. So I like reported them. He sold them. This nigga cussed me out, blocked me from his account, everything. Like this nigga was salty. I got the shoes. They said that they were brand new. They were slightly creased. I was like, oh, man, they ruined. I started hooping outside in them bitches. No, no. no that was I, dumb as fuck of me. I get it. Sometimes the story behind how you got a shoe either makes you appreciate it that much more or makes you hate it that much more. 
because I have a love hate with my Grand Piano MX ones mm-hmm. because I stole those. Like straight up, I would admit it on air. Fuck that, fuck that person. So, Erica was supposed to buy me a pair of shoes for my birthday, but she cried broke after I spent big bread on her. Mm. So, I cussed her the fuck out. Like I went ape shit on her. She's like, okay, okay, I'm gonna go broke. I'm not going. I don't give a fuck. Buy me the goddamn shoes. So we go on eBay. Only size ten because I was a nine and a half at the time. Available. Get them. Chinese sellers, Chinese shoe, whatever. So I'm like, yo, where my shoes? It's been a week. Oh, we got to get them. Okay. Another week goes by. Where the fuck are my shoes? Oh, we're going to get them. Another week goes by. Look, give my fucking money. I'm going to follow charge back. So that's pleading with me. Cop and plea after plea. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. So they cancel. Like, they refund me. And they're like, don't, don't leave feedback. Don't leave feedback. We're going to get you the shoes. We're going to send you the shoes. And once you get them, then you pay me. Okay. Week goes by. Shoes are at my door. I blocked the motherfuckers on eBay and took the goddamn shoes. Because fuck them niggas. I don't ever want to buy them again. But I love them that much more because they were free. Okay. So. But my biggest resale per- like, buy that I kind of regret. My fear of God's. Not because it's a bad of shoe. I paid eight hundred for that shoe. Oh my god! And as soon as I paid that eight, prices took a dive. But I was in the house going ape shit. Like Lene's holding me. I'm rocking back. I need them. I need them. And she's like, if you can sell your your off white Prestos, okay, you got it. You got to sell shoes to get shoes. That's a fair trade. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? That is a fair trade because I don't want to take eight hundred out of my account by itself. So, it felt good. Then the next day, I'm like, ooh, I wonder if they went up six. I mean, 700, 600. Man, fuck y'all. Fuck these shoes. Man. Love them, though. Nigga, I, Travis Scott sixes done gone up in prices. And I'm like, no, nigga, I know. That's a I shoe know. that you can never be sure. And that's the thing. I, I know as soon as I pay for them bitches, if I do, if I ever do, I'm going to be sick. I had a fucked up joke, but let's move on. All right, listen to the question from Tom Beers. Shout out to my mans. Is Nike ruining dunks as fast as they hype them? No. Yeah. You can't ruin dunks. It's yeah. They feed in the streets. The only way that you could ruin a shoe, honestly, because like you could say like too many colorways are coming out, this, that, and the third. But there are people like now, like, man, y'all don't remember the days of Nike 6.0s and dunks yeah. at Journeys. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> like, dunks are always... They're always just going to become a staple, and they're always pumping out whatever colors. It's just a matter of the quality isn't really matching. Yeah, the quality like, tanks, the you start to get tired of it. Like It feels like the shoe is ruined, but everybody has their time in the sun. Then yeah. it needs to go back. That's why the backlash against ones is here. They had their time in the sun, but they're trying to treat them like Air Forces. And it's like, a one is not an Air Force one. Mm-hmm. You, you can't do the equivalent. So nah, Nike isn't running at all. No, that's not um, true. Yeah, they just they just capitalized and we seen it and yeah. Uh Justin, three part question. Shout out to Justin, man. How you doing, man? Uh what are you looking forward to dropping the rest of the year? What advice would you give to someone looking to start their own journey into sneaker collecting? 
from a design perspective, what elements make a sneaker truly stand out and become iconic? Uh, all right. So, what am I looking forward to? Dry? I was looking forward to the Palominos. They are chilling at a couple places around here, but I got to get some stuff together before I even think about budging for those. Oh, wait. What the fuck? I didn't even give you your shoes. Hey, nigga. Uh, but what am I looking forward to? <clears throat> Maybe playoff eights. I think playoff eights are like the only thing. Thank you. Golly. I won't. That's fair. Uh, maybe I think playoff eights are definitely something that I'm looking forward to. Shit, I would say footscape wovens. I'm looking. I, I I would like for footscapes to make a big comeback. They're never gonna make a big comeback. Like I can, I I'm not really a big fan of the cattle pattern, but. That that model is looking right. It's looking pretty right. Um, so yeah, I'll probably say eights just because it's been a while since we've seen eights. Just so y'all know, eights have a shelf life of ten years. Them shits crack. Like they they no, that deteriorate. Uh, what advice would you give to someone looking to start their own journey into sneaker collecting? Buy what you like. Fuck what is cool. Fuck what is trendy. Buy what you like because that is what's going to determine your style. Don't determine your style based on whatever else is out there. Buy something that you're going to truly enjoy and cherish if you beat up your sneakers and wear your shit. Yeah, don't wear your shit. That leave that shit in a box for three years. Yeah, don't buy it and just hoard. Like, I got a whole bunch of shit in my closet I could cut out right now and not miss. And all it's doing is just taking up space. Uh, from a design perspective, what elements make a sneaker truly stand out and become iconic? Uh, first and foremost, material. Material is very big. Uh, is a very big like we don't use leather as much. Usually, when leather is pulled out, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be like that. If you notice on like. A lot of Nike silhouettes, New Balance constantly uses leather, but they rely more so on suede. Um, second, color blocking. Color blocking, of course. Yeah, it's always the color. You blocking. can always you can always shuffle around some color blocking. You can have a shoe with the same three colors as the same model, but if you don't put the colors in the right place, that shit will make or break a shoe. Um, and release release also helps the you know the significance of the shoe how is it how is it marketed that's that's a very big thing because that makes it matter yeah that's the cherry on top so passing it to you so for me i'm just looking forward to the powerpuff girls i semi care about the born and raised but i don't care about blue and ambush up tempos don't care about the black pair, but that purple player, give me two pairs. As far as advice, basically what Shad said, buy what the fuck you like. Because when you start chasing trends, you start having a closet full of trash. And you start buying shoes that you regret. And from design standpoint, I think it really comes down to, like you said, materials and color placement. Because that's what makes Fragment 1 so special. That's what makes Shattered Backboard so special. Honestly, the best, what, like, 
what the dunk is the first what the dunk mm. because it's not over designed like the other what the shoes it understands that it's supposed to be a hodgepodge of bullshit and they did it so carelessly that it looks like someone was like yo what if i just cut this shoe and put stitch it back together ridiculously that is the best one and like you said a release really goes into it like you gotta believe your own bullshit because i come back to two packs that i think had the greatest releases adidas consortium pack because it had niggas out here beasting for fucking superstars there were thousand dollar superstars at one point because they did the release so well. They teamed up with so many great people that it was fantastic. In the Nike Air Force One One World Pack, again, beautiful collaboration, great stories, great colors. And some colors were easy to find, some colors were impossible to find. With them all dropping to cities, certain stores, they were rare as fuck. So it was a lot of fun looking for that pack. Like, I remember when I got my Maharam pair. Again, I had to cuss out my ex-girlfriend at the time because she owed me a birthday gift. And I found them on Pick Your Shoes. And I didn't even know they were as red as they turned out to be. So, it is always... It's it's really how you... Like, the ending is paramount. You gotta end strong, a.k.a. the release. In marketing. What? So, you say you gotta end strong with the release. <laughs> Just dump it right in there. Alright. Uh, so I hope we answered all those questions. Uh, now let's get into the fun stuff. Alright, I want to start. Yes, you got it. Fuck Tremaine Emery. I don't ever want to fuck with him. I know, I think we got a few mutuals. If they hear, they hear. I don't give a fuck. Fuck this nigga Tremaine. Let me take my gazelles off. This nigga Tremaine. Let me take my gazelles off. I love you for catching that. This nigga Tremaine is the biggest fucking clown in fashion. I can't fucking stand him. And honestly, this this is going to sound crazy, but I think he is a plant by white niggas. Sometimes in fashion and music, I don't understand how a little ugly weird nigga will be hoisted as like the savior. But suddenly everybody got on his dick. Like everybody was on his dick. Now we know why everyone was on his dick. Well... I get that, but what I'm saying is Virgil was non-confrontational. He was black, but he wasn't like black. But but it also wasn't the fact that it wasn't like we knew him because of Virgil, but more so because he stood toe-to-toe against Kanye West. And we're like, oh, who's this nigga in fashion? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he had his little moment before that. But what I'm saying is Tremaine is the black guy that talks about pro-black and then got a white girlfriend, which is actually true. He's the nigga from Don't Be a Menace. My milk of magnesium queen ass nigga. I can't fox with him because I thought Denim Tears was cool. I get it. You some ugly nigga from like the deep south. Your grandmother was a slave or a sharecropper. That's the kind of person that would actually talk about this from their soul. But then you out here for colonizing. And then all you do is post black plight and steal from Polo. And then on top of that, you preach about being a black man, black rights, black this, black that. And then you overcharge customers and give them worse service. His chucks, which I was super excited for, and I was going to buy directly from him, 
I think they cost $20, $30 more on his site plus shipping than anywhere else. And I'm like, that's heinous. That is fucking heinous that you're charging more for this. That is fucking absurd. And then I kind of like the Cotton Reef Levi's. That was cool. Then it's Cotton Reef here. 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 And then there's a polo copy. Then another polo copy. And then guess what? Here's another Cotton Reef. Would you like another, sir? Yes. Then he did his team up with St. Michael's. Shout out St. Michael's. That was great. Mm-hmm. When he had Black Jesus, Eleanor White Jesus on the shirt. I'm like, this, is, this nigga actually designs. Then it was more Cotton Reefs that he teamed up with Ready Made. Then he did the Dior Tears. Guess what we got? More Cotton Reefs. Then he does Supreme. And I'm like, okay, I'm excited for Supreme. Maybe he will bring in some famous friends. He'll get some shit popping. He'll get some black faces that are interesting on t-shirts. Nah. Nah, Slime. You know what the fuck Tremaine brought us? More Cotton Reefs. Black Pain. That man went in that white-ass company. All right, today... We're going to post a lynching. Excuse me? Yeah. The uh, box logo lynch. Nigga, what? Like, if a white nigga said, nigga, what to him, I wouldn't be upset. <laughs> How you pull up in this that, white... <laughs> that would be the most appropriate response. Nigga, what? Nigga, what? That's how... Like, if they if he said they said that, I would like, nah, that him up. Son, could you imagine your black ass is at work? You like one of three black people in a company? Tremaine come in... So, yeah, I want to uh, do Mississippi Burning Collection. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, so we want to do Strange Fruit. Nick, excuse? This nigga tripping. I could only imagine you see like a trailer and it's like... <laughs> strange Fruit <laughs> hanging from the poplar tree. And then you just see Supreme coming fall 2023. Like, just- nigga, What? Because it's like, where are you going to put the Supreme logo? Are you going to put it on the back of the shirt? Or are you going to put it over the nigga's eyes? Because he wanted to use that slave picture. Nah, I'm telling you, that man, at this point, Tremaine was about to get that man Supreme branded keloids. I wouldn't put it. So it's going to be Supreme whipped into this nigga back? <laughs> Bro. Like. Sorry. I, go ahead. I, go ahead. I, I've been ranting. No, yeah. Look, you was cooking, my nigga. I. Tremaine is fucking wild. Like, why would you think that you could come to Supreme with the idea of telling a story on their brand, which is, mind you, a predominantly skate slash streetwear brand, and then you would want these white kids parading around New York with... A, a man that was beat and he has slave markings on his back. Like, even if you wanted to get that message out, you got to think who are going to be the people that are going to consume this? How are you actually telling this story to where it's conducive to get to a point instead of just, oh, we're going to go ahead and capitalize off of something, off of black trauma, something that we're trying to move from? I'm like legitimately angry right now. And so that's what I'm like. Tremaine, what was the end goal of this? Like, you're telling this story, but this story is going to be missed. This story is going to be uh, resold on StockX. This story isn't... <laughs> Niggas selling slaves again? Like, 
What the fuck? What what type of time? What is you really on for real? But that's why I was saying he's an industry. Pl- he's the black nigga, the pro black nigga that loves white acceptance. And I don't want anyone who listens to the show to think that we don't like white people. We got a problem. I make jokes all the time. Some of my best friends are white, <laughs> but I don't like when people cosplay as something to get accepted and put at a higher position because Tremaine is a shit designer. He obviously is doing something better because he sells more shit than me. Of course. Yes. Whatever. But this nigga cannot design without stealing from either history or polo. And I'm tired of people taking black pipe and making it a personality trait. I am not waking up every day angry. Niggas whip my ancestors. No. Did that shit happen? Yes. Should we forget about it? No. But I am not going to sell every day cosplay. Well, you know what? In search of everything I do is luxurious because us blacks didn't have. No, I like luxury because I like luxury. Clothes can be a message. But you putting a slave uh, a free slave, black paint, anything on a fucking t-shirt is not pushing a message forward. All right. you're doing is upsetting people who may have experienced this, may have had ancestors. Like, I hate it. I, I've always hated Black History Month because niggas act like black history is just slavery. If you want to put iconic black people on a shirt or just regular black people on a shirt, do an everyday folks type of thing showing that black history doesn't have to be these few select people. Black history is every day with black people. That I can get behind. But you sitting up here wanting to go for nigga that's whole thing is about black pain? On a fucking hyped t-shirt? It's it's incredible. It was like, yo, Supreme, you did the right thing. Like, Tremaine is treating it like whatever story he's trying to get off. Like, why would you... Why, why Are you just trying to fill in the week before MF Doom? Like, what are you really trying to do with this? Because he saw he lost his job and he was like, you know what? They don't give me control, so I'm going to take it. It's like... I can only think of one example of my life, but I ain't going to use that one. It's like, I'm going to tell on you before you tell on me. And he went with the ultimate uh, racism. But he didn't use the race card. Like, no, no, no. They didn't call me a nigger. Uh, systemic racism. I was one, one of two niggers. Then it's like, okay, but what was the systemic? Because you were put as the creative director. Right. What exactly was your problem? Were they promising you things and not delivering? Okay, so they didn't deliver on this collection. What was the collection? Oh, it was about people being lynched and eaten by police dogs. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? How did you think niggas were going to respond to that? And but that's all he's done. That's all he's done, and he keeps getting away with it with his bullshit designs. I appreciate Levi's giving him a platform to push this. The cotton reefs that is symbolic. I get it. I'm tired of it. But this nigga just said, "Let's go to the next topic." But the thing is, why do you need? I, I get he's work. He works for Supreme as a creative director. But at what point is he going to say, "All right, let me go," and if they're not going to do it? Then I need to do this on my own and just do some Tremaine and you have the platform branded for stuff. It. Exactly. That's like, literally what the mission statement of Dinner Dinner. And that's is. where that's also where it's like, why are you relying on Supreme to do this? They still have the right to say no because guess what? This is a streetwear brand for skaters. There is no 
intersectionality with slavery and skateboarding. Like, like Kunta Kente and say, well, cut my foot off. I guess let me go ahead and just ollie out this bitch. Like, Nat Turner was out here rocking niggas for skateboards. Poof! Like, if the first, first Tony Hawkins, Anthony Hawkins, <laughs> freed man. Skated his way to freedom. My nigga grinded on that, like on his chains to freedom. That's that's the story I want to see. This nigga did a seven twenty off of a boat when he came into Massachusetts. The white man said no man. skating here. He right. said, "Nigga, please." That's the kind of shit. Now, if that's what he was putting out, I'd be behind that. That might be our Black History Month tea. Nigga, please, and it's a slave skating. Yeah, <laughs> that shit is fire. Yeah. You got the fucking slave catching force and this nigga. Shh, shh, shh. We're getting canceled. Get this episode might be called Nigga Please. Yeah. Nah, Tremaine's a Tremaine, please. Tremaine, please. Thank you. But yeah, right, Tremaine, yeah. like, bro, you you bugging, you gotta eat this one. Kanye was right. Kanye still is shooting a hundred percent from the field. This nigga do shit like when uh when when Black Dynamite had that final fight against the old dude and he threw the boomerang before he came in the room and it came and sliced homie. He was like, I, I did that shit, shit before it, before I came in the room. Kanye still be saying shit that's right. It might take a month. It might take a few weeks, a couple months, a year or two. But this nigga still be right. This nigga has the worst delivery of it, but he be right, nigga. You yeah, ass. The stinky nigga with his ass out on a boat proved him proved you wrong. But on the flip side of that, Heron Preston has been named, was it Creative Chair? Whatever. For H&M. Big yeah. dog at H&M. Round of applause. Yeah. Shout out to H&M. Especially because Uniqlo is on y'all ass. But so. you know what? I'm glad that Heron Preston is getting the love that he deserves. Because he makes some good shit. Yeah. Now, I'll be looking. I'll be waiting for it to go on sale because I ain't got it like that. But shit, you don't, nigga. I definitely don't. He makes some good heavyweight shit. I got a Hearn Preston tea, and I'm just like, God damn. Mm, that's a winter tea. I like his quality. I like his design. I like his focus on nature. That man has a message that does not involve black pipe. And he's like, I'm just a nigga that like fashion. Yeah, I think it's, it's especially going to look, it's going to be a great look for H&M if Hearn Preston does his thing, what he's been doing with his brand, because then you start getting away, like you start having more sustainable clothing, like just not that fast. Yeah, if they became a real brand, which I don't understand why H&M hasn't done, with all the collaborations that they've done with these higher fashion brands, you have the platform, you have the audience, why not make higher quality clothes? And I get it, you can have H&M and you can have H&M, because the French don't pronounce H. I know. So you can just make it the But they still put out racist shit. I ain't getting into that. But Cool's monkey in the jungle. Anyways. Uh <laughs> now that shit was fire. That man, that little boy was posing his ass off. Y'all niggas racist, but I'm about to get paid. Alright. So uh We can skip it. Okay. Body shits if you see them, they're fucking fantastic. Wait, let me see. Nah, nah, I need to hold this. Cause yeah, this this just so you know, this was the next topic on the docket. Uh that's all. But, I just like that the upper glows. Like it's crazy bro, that they don't this put more on shoe it. Is insane. This is so wild. I can't wait for a few years when these shit start doing numbers. I think the the only thing that I'm not a big fan of leather toes. 
I like mesh toes. I feel you on that. I like leather. But that's not even real leather. Yeah, it's thin though. It feels thin there, but it feels like plush. It feels good. They feel really good on foot. Whatever this fakey leather is, if it's soft vinyl, whatever, I think it is fantastic. Smooth. Yeah. Nike did that thing. I think this was an Atmos collection. I mean collaboration too. Okay, cool. Alright, so the Born and Raised Dunk is coming soon and the timeline will be insufferable. ISO. ISO. Boom, 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 boom. I'm ready to blow my fucking head off because I already see it coming. All the loser crybabies are going to be up here. Y'all not even from LA. Y'all not even. I don't know what. Like, I think they're Mexican. I'm not certain. I don't want to be wrong. But that shoe is coming out and I already see it coming because that shit's going to be limited. The back door is already open for what I'm hearing. It's some sketchy pairs already floating around. And when niggas strike out on those, oh my god, y'all would sell a shoe that a man died? Yes, do you know what the sneaker community is? It's toxic as fuck. It's not even toxic. Okay. This is me being a dirty like dirty seller. Not in that case, not in that case. Yeah. It's toxic. Not business is business. And that's what I don't understand. Niggas love grandstanding when they lose. If you hit that shoe and you got it, you don't give a fuck. When you don't want to pay the $1,300 that this shoe costs, how can you sleep at night knowing that you sold a shoe and a man died? I ain't died. He died. I still got to provide for my family. Suck my dick. Or when Kobe died. That's immoral. So it was immoral before when we were buying and selling this nigga shit? Let's not front like niggas wasn't paying big bread for the undefeated Kobe ones. The undefeated Kobe pack. Any of the special editions. Don't sit up here and act like morals change. Because if I got famous and died, you know the best way you can honor me? Raise the price. Bro. Nigga, I'm going to be in hell like, yes. Niggas is buying Wizenard Kobe 4s and uh, the Distorted Noise Kobe 1s from the outlets and reselling them shits for a ridiculous price before Kobe passed. I just don't. I mean, went after Kobe passed. Yeah, but it's like, that is the nature of business. If you are into collectibles, the price goes up. I make a joke to my friends, but I'm holding my Travis Scott dunks until he dies. When he dies, I'm giving them to my son. Sell these, Kazi. No, I'm not trying to be an asshole I am, but nigga, money is money. I'm not sitting up here having a moral debate. Is it sad that this guy died? Yes. But let's be honest. I did not see many people talking about born and raised until they got with Nike. And then when he died, I saw a whole bunch of dickheads treating like how when Robin Williams died. Oh, man, he died just before his shoe came out. Like, nigga, you know he did more than make a shoe. Just like with Robin Williams, he did more than be the genie. I hate when I see that. This nigga Robin Williams was not secretive about his problems with depression, drugs, anything else. He was really out here just bearing his soul. And niggas just... Quantified him as the genie, Mrs. Doubtfire. He was a whole fucking human being. So y'all sitting up here talking about this man's legacy. He had a brand. He had a life. He had a family. He had a community before he had a shoe. So don't sit up here and grandstand down to these past. I would never, never sell a shoe of a dead man. So what you gonna do when Jordans are? Oh shit. Yeah, get the fuck out my face. Make that money. And if you hit, you hit. Because I'm looking forward to striking out. Because them shit's ugly to me. 
Yeah, I still don't get the hype of them, but you know how I feel about dunks. I'm not the biggest fan of them. I'm more of like the older stuff. Like, give me like some Certig dunks or the old. Yeah, give me, give me something like that, or even like the country dunks. Like I think I had the uh, the Germanys. Uh, I want no liners back. Fuck no. <laughs> Uncomfortable. Ooh, those oh, are the man. worst dunks they ever made. I will. I, let me ask you this. I think Udo's might have surpassed the Haritos as dunk of the year, as the best dunk of the year. Utos are incredible, but you got to get the right size because they are stiff. Like, I was talking about it with David, and he was explaining to me, like, how they retooled the shoe and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Like, I'm glad he got an 11 because if I'd have got a 10 and a half, I'd have been upset. I think those are sensational. The quality is, the quality on the outside is good. The foam on the inside is stiff and nasty. It takes some getting used to. But, yeah, those are have they cracked? Have they cracked top ten? Surely. Oh, for me, yeah, definitely. They up there. Okay. They up there. But Rito dunks or whatever. I don't give a fuck. My pronunciation sucks for those. Uh, those shits was ass. They only got rocketed to superstardom because of racism. Yeah, you still standing on that. Yeah. So fuck them shoes. Uh, all right. Uh, well. Since we're talking about uh, sneaker of the year, actually no, let me let me let me shoot this one random topic that's not on the docket. What do you think about Adidas having their own Kobe Halo pack, like their own unofficial Halo pack? That shit is yo, kudos to them. <laughs> I forgot to put that on it. Now nah, that's some big dick energy, son. <laughs> when I seen, I was like. Yo, please tell me they are not releasing all white crazy eights. Like, and they can technically do that and it don't interfere with nothing. Like, they're not n- naming it the Halo collection officially, but it's the it's the dove. Yeah, you can tell. But you know what? I'll say this because I was arguing. No, I wasn't arguing. I was preaching on the timeline. Nike needs to learn how to do GRs and limited editions again. It's t- like limited editioning everything Kobe is the dumbest thing they can do. Because this came about because it was like shoe fetish said something and I responded to him, and then I just started talking about it because he was saying like you know people forgot that Kobe's were sitting, and I'm like that's yeah. okay, it's okay for some shoes to sit because it doesn't make sense. Yes, you know there's a strong demand for it. Just gr general colors and then special editions can be special editions. There's no reason that shoes can't sit anymore. Not every shoe has to sell through like crazy. Right. You know what's going to sell and what's not. The fact that Barclays are limited edition makes no fucking sense. Barclays should be 500,000 pairs. Let them sell. Let some go on sale. Everybody's happy. Yeah, let, let them go to the outlets if you made too many. Like, they're going to move. Like, for Kobe's to not be produced the way that they should be produced, everyone knows Kobe's are the quintessential basketball shoe. It's literally the prototype of all the basketball shoes that we actually use for basketball now because no one gave a fuck about low tops. Now that's all you see from GT cuts, Sabrina's, um, shit, every uh, Greek freaks, his joints, 
Kyrie wanted a more low pro- a profile shoe. KD's like he LeBron. Really- LeBron the biggest bulkiest shoe, and now this nigga's is low. low yeah. So Adidas coming in and meeting that demand head on, I think is because the crazy infinity sold out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere they are sold out. People want a Kobe S shoe, and Adidas is not only retroing them; they're retroing them in interesting ways. Mm-hmm. I did ask want them to bring back the Kobe two. I think that now that the Crazy Infinity is here, they can put the Kobe two out. That's a shoe that should be limited because it didn't do well the first time. But if they made it where it's it meets the demand that there would be there, I think that would be great. Adidas could potentially move in a smart way. So I wholeheartedly support that. And if anybody got a problem with it, fuck you. Tell Nike. Go to Nike and get a pair. Go Pretty much. Go get, go get a pair Adidas from Nike. Adidas is like, you know what? Nike, you fucking up over there? Don't worry. We got you. We got the crazy line right here, right now. Mm-hmm. You can still go ahead and pay homage to Kobe. The right and way. the pricing is good. 160 mm-hmm. for those crazy infinities was and on top of that, like if you know, Crazy Eights are like actually a dope shooter hooping. So yeah, it's yeah. So yeah. With that being said, if we're gonna talk about brands doing shit the right way and navigating around uh, legalities and whatnot, shout out to Joe Fresh Goods, my nigga. God damn. So everyone, do your googles. The infamous, iconic. MJ Jumpman logo was originally done by Michael Jordan in a USA jumpsuit and New Balance 650s. Somehow, someway, somebody made sure that they did their homework and thus inspiring the pair, the Stuntman, being produced by Joe Fresh Goods and New Balance limited to 500 pairs numbered by Joe Fresh Goods himself with a permanent marker. Beautiful. I don't like them at all, but I love the concept. The concept. I that's the thing. Like if you just put that shoe out, the white and gray 650, I wouldn't even care. Yeah. I really would. That's like if I got it for $40, I'd be happy. Yeah, that's something. Yo, let me go in a Rundle Mills. Oh man, you got these joints on sale. All right, bet. You know, I fuck with them. But for this to be the rollout in the history, hey, you know Jordan almost signed with New Balance? Oh, shit. This has so much more significance. This kid that was drafted to Chicago damn near would have a different history. We gonna make a play off that, and there's nothing. You can't rewrite history. You could try. You could retcon it. But guess what? That picture still exists, and I'm still not using his likeness. All I'm saying is, what if? Yeah. But that's fucking amazing. That's the power of marketing. I want that shoot you have in the house because I fuck with Joe. I fuck with the concept. Limited nature doesn't hurt at all. Mm-hmm. But I think overall, I want that shoe to support him. I don't want to wear that shoe, but the marketing is just, mm, mm, this is beautiful. That's what we talk about marketing. God yeah. damn. If Nike could produce something that interesting, I'd be interested. But no, they this nigga Joe just hits those six tens was duty. But six tens is ass to begin with. But I was still rooting for him because he gotta make his own camo. He is over there having a ball doing whatever the fuck he wants. 
and they're supporting him. So I love it. So yeah, yeah. Can we get another round of applause? See, Tremaine, your dumbass can learn a lesson. You can have fun as a black person. I think I just, I'm more so appreciative of just the creativity and be like, you know what, let's push the boundaries a little bit. Yeah. Because guess what? Like, there are there are models like if you had a LeBron pack come from Adidas. I would love to see them play around like that. Like, nigga, what you gonna do? Let's act like you wasn't wearing pro models in high school. Or just imagine some wild shit. Like, for me personally, what you just said... What if Muggsy Bugs got his own shoe? If I got to make a shoe for Baltimore, I'm going to make a Baltimore nigga shoe. And just have him up there just being all short, running past niggas. That's the shoe for me. I think the what ifs is so much fun. That shit would be hard. A Dunbar, Muggsy Bugs colorway. Like, nigga. That's the kind of shit I want to see. A what if or just using actual history but replacing it. That's fucking fun. And it's not even a good model. I think that's a testament to how good Joe's vision is. I don't care for 650s. I don't want no Caucasian 650s. Ooh, that's a good one. How good Joe's vision is to take a model that's not even that coveted. And shit, fuck it. Even a colorway as drab as white, gray. And be able to say, this shit is going to move if we do it the right way. Yeah, but you know what? He also has enough sense... To not make it five thousand, five fifty thousand, five hundred, we can do the self through. I'd imagine he probably took a deal where he, it came out of his pocket, mm-hmm. so he get he takes all the risks and takes all the proceeds. That is smart. Like I talk about all the time, niggas gotta learn how to do numbers. Not everything has to be limited, but I don't know if niggas gonna fuck with this too heavy. So let's not make too much. If we make just enough, we good. Also, it's a safe mouth for just in the event Nike wants to be petty. Yeah. So, but I, I think I think that is very just chef kiss. That's all I got. Chef yeah, kiss. it's none it's nothing else much more to say, but I think a lot of people really need to take notes on Joe Fresh Goods when we talk about uh premier designers in the sneaker space. Yeah, and knowing how to do a rollout. The inside voices, outside voices, the play clothes, everything. My man comes with an equal for concept, executes it, markets it well. The releases aren't always the best, but at least he takes ownership of his releases. Right. So, nothing but respect for this man. Uh, Alright, you know who we don't have respect for? Ben Baller. Ben Baller, lay off the opioids. Whatever in whatever form that you ingest them in, because it's I get it. Like, yo, I helped design this shoe. This nigga just flat out said, yo, I designed this this shoe. It's like, nigga, you put two minor details on there. That shit was called the SW for a reason. And these is coming from two niggas that don't even really rock with Sean like that. But for you to sit up there. And not only belittle whatever Sean contributed, but to belittle the entire team of niggas. But you know what? There was a closet full of niggas. That shit looked like Anne Frank's attic. Like, just mad niggas stashed. We thought... My bad. <laughs> Go ahead. No, because okay. the thing is... The thing is, right? Like, this is coming from somebody... Like, I, 
I study architecture. Like if anybody, if anybody knows, you know, whatever. I'm studying architecture, and we constantly see it'll be one or two names, or maybe even a team that's acknowledged on that plaque when they say this building was designed by such and such. But we know that there is a team of niggas. Now I do know sometimes people get screwed. If you're not an accredited architect, then you have to have somebody else sign off on it and somebody else has to take credit for liability reasons. Right. When you're registered, you're backed. So in the event something goes wrong, you can take them to court and they won't lose all of their money. But this isn't that. Like, Ben, you out here grandstanding, like, we get it. You got money, you design jewelry, whatever. You you didn't live a thousand lives. Cool. But why go back and try to take credit for some shit? But you know what gets me? Like, what the fuck for, bro? It's been 20 years of this nigga causing problems. I've only spoken to Ben Baller once. And in less than 10 words, he made me dislike him. Because I've always heard the stories of him being a dickhead, him being insufferable, all this other stuff. I was at Magic. This nigga came up to me. He was like, tell your boss he's a fucking dick. Like, what the fuck, nigga? Why are you here? And he just scoffed off. And I'm just like, nigga, what the fuck? Nah, you're a weird ass nigga. Then you see him. He always injecting himself into some shit. He does incredible work. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here. And I'm not going to say like his work, like he hasn't contributed to the culture itself. That's I'm talking about his jewelry. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, just that. And him just being the character. Like, Ben Baller is a brand in itself, right? It didn't just get to there just out of nowhere. However, I think just even me personally, just looking at how you kind of presented that, like, yeah, I designed this. Nigga, no, you did not. Unless you came up with that sketch where you just said, yeah, I told him to put the VA to LA on the back. Like, nigga, it sounds like they're like, yo, Ben Baller's at the door and just let him in. And you just agreed with some shit, and all of a sudden you designed an entire fucking. That nigga is a person. Sit the fuck down. He heard there was a chance to make a Nike shoe, and he was like, "Yo, I went in." Hey, yo, anti-vax nigga, let me sit in with you. What? This nigga. All right, go ahead. That's all I got to say. Fuck this nigga. But Ben Ball and and I, yo, please, if you're doing uh, substance, stop that shit because you gotta you gotta start recalling shit accurately, please. <laughs> Um. So last thing on the docket, um, you know what, Ben Baller, you know which design room you should have been in. You should have been in the design room for Devin Booker's signature shoe. That shit look fucking terrible. I'm going to sleep. Go ahead. Nah, dude, wake your ass back up, nigga. Cause you this the shoe looked like the Air Ma- uh Air Force Low Twenty Five. I saw multiple people say that, and I was like. Don't tell me that they just re-rock some shit and they're trying... Like, first of all, Devin Booker, why the fuck would you even agree to wear this shoe that looks like an Air Force One with a cut top? This shoe is this shoe is terrible. Oh, that's Devin Booker. No, it makes sense. Okay, so all Devin... Right, this is about to be Okay, no, 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 no. Hear me out, hear me out. Because I was like, is that the nigga that played for the Suns? He looks like a me. Like the Nintendo me. He looks like God was rushing. It was like Alright, let's get let's get a, a light skin mold. And shut the fuck. 
They put the most generic eyes, nose, and mouth for this motherfucker. This nigga is so generic, he stands out. So, this me-ass nigga got a me shoe. This nigga got the air generic ones. The plain boys. Them the shits that you get in 2K without the 2K branding. Like, you just slap a check on that bitch. That shoe looks terrible. You telling me that this nigga was going to get something cool? Look at this generic. That nigga eats bread and says it's spicy. I'm not buying no fucking shoe from a nigga that look like this. Get him the fuck out of here. But this nigga need a punch to the face to have some character. I just don't get why Nike would even waste their time with a shoe. Like, how are you going to market this? They said they gave him the test sample. And you can bear, like, you know the shoe's bad because the shit look like Noob Saba. You can't make out shit on no. that shoe. That shit just look black. Like, he wearing socks the Maybe he's time. trying to find a racial identity. Give me a black shoe so I know I'm black. I don't know. That should have been a shoe that you gave to John Morant for Black Force Activity. Nah, like I said, this nigga blends into a crowd. Because if I were to describe his face, it would be a stick figure. So he was like, yo, give me a shoe that captures my, like, my look. Here you go. This nigga's shoes is terrible. From a design aspect, I will say this. I think what Nike was trying to go for and what they sold him on, or they just force-fed the nigga. Like, this nigga was wearing GT cut. Like, yeah, why? Like, what I think they tried to do is Devin Booker is into collecting classic cars, right? So why not play into that by giving him a revamp of a classic model, i.e. the Air Force One, and we make it into a performance Air Force One? How would that look? Now, the execution of it is fucking terrible. More so because it's plain. And also, we also have to keep in mind that the like we're not getting the best look. Just like the cut the checks. Now we're seeing more details on them. And, and so they're it's disgusting. Like, they're not as bad as they were before. Now nah, the new colors I'm seeing are gross. Oh, new colors. I'm just yeah. on my new views. There's a very particular shoe that I used to wear back in like 2011. And this is the Devin Booker. This isn't the shoe I was looking for. It's the Nike Zoom Blazer Chucka. Oh, it does resemble a chucker. It's literally a Nike... Like, it's literally a chucker. It's an Air Force One chucker. They're fucking gross. Like, nah. Somebody was in the office fucking around. And niggas was like, yo, um... But I think... That bland nigga coming. Oh, shit. But I think that's... It's Nike's attempt to get performance shoes back into casual culture. Because when's the last time you've seen a basketball shoe... Crossover into casual culture. We don't see it anymore. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but it's so fucking bland that this is literally NPC fashion. This is shit for niggas that sit on TikTok and be like, Blizzy attack. That's the kind of shit that, that's the kind of nigga that wears this shoe. He said, let me put a towel down. <laughs> this shoe is fucking doo doo. Like, even with the little splash of color. This is so generic because I'm just, you put exciting colors on it, it's going to look weird. You put white on it, it's going to look bland. This, this I, is. I'm going to, I just, I, okay, you have Sabrina, you have uh, Ja Morant, 
and you have Paul Pierce, all of which I think have like the most, and LeBron, that have models that are somewhat close to the Kobe. Not necessarily Paul Pierce, but definitely LeBron and Sabrina, right? Uh, and I guess they wanted to get away. I feel like they're trying to venture away from just Kobe-esque Kobe. models. Like, oh, these are not the baboo-led Kobe's. But at the same time, if you know Devin Booker models his game after him, why? I'm just not like, giving this generic-looking nigga this year. He looks like the character. He looks like a character from Little Lulu, but with less definition. He's just get this generic motherfucker out my face. Looking at him gives me an attitude. I just don't know. I wouldn't sign off on this shit like at all. No, just... y'all got to give me something. You got to give me something with some character that I lack. Because no, 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 no. They just need to hide nigga off the street. I think at this point, Nike just needs to get a loudmouth nigga from off the street, aka us, to come in at. I'd have gave that shit some racing stripes. I'd have gave it some fucking Zulu Nation shit. All kinds of wild shit. I like something, anything than what, this fucking generic shoe. What happens if the mar- if they get the marketing right? Like if they call it like the Book of Devin, the Book of Devin One. Is it makes me think of the Book of Eli? It's nothing exactly. in it but bumps. <laughs> All right, man. We just gonna close out on this. That's a good ass book. Blonde ass nigga. How you get your ass beat by a blind nigga just to get the Bible and Braille? The fuck is this? Dot dot dot. Oh god damn it. That man had Carmex made of cats. What? That man had lip stuff made out of cats, dog. Cat oil. I never seen the movie. That I nigga just... said I got a tin of cat oil. Hey, I might have to watch this movie. To, it's good to moisturize. This nigga had cat cum. Alright. <laughs> Let's end this episode before I see something truly heinous. Thank you. Alright, final thoughts. You first. My final thought is... Nigga, Tremaine, Tremaine, you're a bitch-ass nigga. I hate... I just... I'm, I'm so fucking tired as a black man for other black people to sit up here and act like I go outside, I'm triggered. I think about my ancestors, I'm triggered. Nigga, we have fun. Life is hard. But my God, can we just go out here and have fun? I'm tired of hearing about trauma. I'm trying to hear about mental health. I'm tired of hearing about the fucking past. Nigga, live in the moment and have a good time. I have my problems. I face my problems. But I am happy. And you should be too. So, stop leaning into this whole bullshit. And don't go to companies with your bullshit talking about you want to put strange fruits on a fucking shirt. Put that on denim tears. Make some shit that's going to make the people happy. Spend money so then you can then go out and do whatever the fuck you want at your own brand. Because we talk about ownership and all this plight. You crying about somebody else's company when you own your own fucking successful company. Make your own. Like uh, niggas always say, build your own. This nigga built his own and then cried about the white man. Shut your ass up and build your own. Continue to build your own and grow. Yo, somebody needs to go back in like a Tony Hawk video game. And just, and just like import Harriet Tubman. <laughs> and have her just like grinding on a railroad, just like to freedom. And then just. I want to Photoshop that so bad. Dog, just start ass flapping a little bit. All right. All right. Grind, grind to freedom. The grind to freedom? <laughs> the grind to freedom. <laughs> All right. 
So coming 2025, oh my uh, Loose Laces Gaming is going to present uh, Harriet Tubman's Grinding to Freedom. Coming soon to a uh, windowsill near you. Put your candles out. You know what time it is. Oh, my God. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right.